Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com, and let's start extracting hope together. And this show is brought to you by Tennessee Grappling Apparel, based out of the Knoxville area. Lifestyle wear for the modern wrestler or grappler. Use the promo code CB10 on your next purchase at TennesseeGrapplingApparel.com. Welcome to a new episode of The Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Today, we got a, a good friend of mine, Jesse Drennan, uh, the owner of B Money Beast and Athletics. Um, we're talking about the brand, um, and this is actually a, a, a brand that uh, I'm, you know, partnering up with, and um, he's, he's actually just released a new new wrestling shoe, but uh, like I said, he's got a, a whole brand and, a, a, and an incredible story that um, I, I really believe that everybody, everyone needs to hear, and um, really trying to figure out how to um, disrupt the, uh, the, the, the industry um, somewhat, so uh, I'll let Jesse sort of share his story, and then um, we'll, we'll get going. What's up, man? It's always great to see you, uh, talk to you, drive you crazy most of the time. Hey, man, can we do this? Can we do that? Uh, dude, I guess I'm just going to go back and kind of tell, like, how it happened, how all this kind of came to be. Um, first and foremost, I'll throw this out here. I was not a great wrestler myself. <laughs> all right? I was not. I was a pretty good football player, but I was not a great wrestler. Wrestlers have to go for minutes at a time. I was good for about seconds at a time. So, like, that kind of correlated more to football. Um, Dude, this has been a crazy thing. Um, when my son was five, you know, Xbox was like, they were start around that time. It was getting hot and popular, you know, playing online and shooting games and all that stuff. And he came up with the name, B Money Beaston. And it had the apostrophe and the, the dollar sign in front of the B. And it's coming from a five-year-old, right? I don't know why all, now this is, nine ten years ago now nine years ago and i never don't know why i thought it was so cool but i was like dude that just it's something there i didn't know what it was why but i thought it was really cool and i wrote it down i had it in my wallet for like the longest time and then when bryson started playing on social media he would hashtag everything be money beasting don't know why but it just kind of started and then it just kind of snowballed and it was like this is cool but what is it like, we still didn't know, like, what it was or why it was there. Um, almost a year and a half ago. Has it been that long? About a year and a half ago now, maybe? Yeah, yeah. About a year and a half ago. Um, I had been pondering for months. I'm like, I want to do something with this. And my dad kept telling me, he's like, you need to do something with this B-Money Beasting. And I'm like, well, what do I do with it? Is it a gym? Like, do I open a gym and call it B-Money Beasting? Is it, what is it? And he's like, dude, sell t-shirts. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. So originally the idea was I'm going to print some t-shirts and shorts. And I thought like when I was a kid, um, I grew up in like a poverty stricken area, right? And I was, I didn't have a whole lot. And um my uncle used to take me to Kmart back then right I don't think there's one open anymore but Kmart was a big conglomerate back in the day and they always sold Everlast the brand Everlast yeah. and it was reasonably cheap right like it was affordable for everybody my uncle would always pick me up and always kind of look after me and I know you follow me on Facebook and stuff so you send me post about my uncle Roger sometimes that's why I'm so close to that guy he like took me under his wing and took care of me as a kid and stuff I love the dude I'd do anything for him but he would always buy me like uh, Everlast clothes, like shorts and hoodies and whatever. And it was reasonably affordable. So I'm like, okay, that doesn't exist anymore, really. I'm sure there's something somewhere, but you don't see it. 
champions becoming like something that's like really expensive now it's like kind of like popping now and turning into like another nike or under armor uh and one's kind of vanishing outside of like the walmart stores right and one was a big thing for a long time and it was affordable so i'm like maybe b money beaston is can fit into that role how do i get there so that's when i actually reached out to you right and i was like hey i don't know how to do this but i need this i need this put on i need it visual right like i know what it says i need it to pop and dude you you are 100 percent responsible for what the brand looks like feels like it's awesome um when i got there i was like i tried numerous things right like i was like maybe i'll do like sports specific shirts or sports specific for this and try to cover everything and make it reasonably affordable but i was like everybody's doing this right like i don't want to be like everybody else and trying to break into something that a lot of people are trying to do and i was like where is something a niche that i can fill that would help people or well in my mind help kids right because i'm all about kids and, and would make a difference and <clears throat> i look back and bryson's been wrestling since he was like six years old right mm-hmm. and what's one thing i've spent a shit ton of money on is wrestling shoes right like and i was like dude there's really not a wrestling shoe right that out there that's within reason right like a reason like say a kid just wants to try right why would a mom and dad want to spend 160 dollars for them to try a sport they may quit in a week right so it's like that that niche really wasn't there and that's when i started doing research and eventually i found a vendor that made the version ones that are right here um that you got a pair of that you've been repping in the gym, dude. I love it. And, uh, and then now, you know, we, we've talked already, like we got this version two coming, this mesh shoe and, you know, we're sitting around, you know, a 40, $45 price range, which is kind of unheard of. Right. And cause if you go on right now, like I, I kind of looked and we talked about it, uh, before, but there's like maybe two variations of a shoe that's, even in that range and it's got like $20 shipping. So you're still spending 67 bucks, right? So like we're kind of opening that market that's really not there. And I feel like, like my goal, and I've told you this before, is like for every two pairs, we need to donate a pair and make a difference in, you know, there could be a kid that, you know, say he just, he wants to try something, he's scared to ask or he doesn't have a way or he can't get any, Say, say we change that kid's life, man, right? Like he tries out wrestling and eventually goes to college. He becomes an All-American. Change, change the, his whole life. Not saying that's going to happen every time, but just getting somebody active. And I think about like if they're on a mat and they're being held accountable to keep their grades up, there's a lot of good that can come from this. And it's something that just really don't exist. So like I think this is like the market. And, I, and of course, you know, like I want to do other things and I'm going to keep doing that. Like I got some football stuff back here, receiver gloves and back plates and some cool stuff. But I think the the affordable wrestling shoe is kind of like what B Money Beast and Athletics is going to be. And I think that's where we're going to head with that. And, you know, eventually I would love to be like the guy, the company, you know, us, like even you, you know, how we're all involved now, like our group here to be kind of the springboard to a Rudis or a Nike or something like that but like we're like the springboard to to the bigger bigger guys right like we get guys started so that's what I'm trying to build here and and dude I this has been the hardest thing I've ever done in my life yeah I I think uh, a lot of people don't realize I mean they'll they'll say hey you know I want to start this company or I want to start this brand and I, I, I think people don't realize the 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 sacrifice the amount of energy invested um even the the just the overall direction on where to go who your you know who your audience is you know what is your mission you know how do you like all that stuff plays plays a part as far as building a uh, overall business and and brand and keeping it consistent um so uh for even for you you know what what's been your experience you know what what is the 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 mindset maybe something that anyone that's listening right now and, and maybe they can um, sort of get some inspiration or some motivation from you. Um, what is the, the, the mindset needed 
for you to start with something or start from nothing at all and then build it, just build something out of it. Um, what what's what do you feel like um, from a mindset standpoint? What does that take? Man, if any, and, and I've always said this, uh, and I'll go back to tell you what I'm going to say. My career as a professional adult, right, has been in the cable industry, right? That's been like my job forever. I started as a, <clears throat> as back in the day, there was a different pecking order than it is now, but I started as an installer and moved to a service tech, and then I was a system tech. Um, at one point, I was a trainer for some contractors. I, I did a little bit of everything. I worked with head ends. I did all kinds of crazy stuff, and climbing poles at 3 a.m. with a headlamp. Yeah, I did it. You know, and back then people would ask me, like I was always, almost always the last guy into the shop, right? And they're like, why are you always the last one in here? It's like, well, I do it right, right? I'm passionate about it. And if you don't care about what you're doing, you're not going to go very far, right? I feel like you got to have like a passion for it. Like, like I told you when we started this, I was not a great wrestler. I'll admit that, right? But I wasn't passionate about it either right? I was passionate about playing football. I like Friday nights and cheerleaders and, and the lights and all that, right? So, but now that I've seen what it's done for my son, right? Like, I'm very passionate about it, and I've met so many great people, including yourself, but to be, and I'm, and I'm nowhere where I want to be, right? Like, I'm, I'm striving every day to get there, but, you know, Steve Jobs said this once, that anybody that does something like we're doing, you have to be passionate about it or you, any normal person would quit, right? Because it is hard, right? And, you know, <clears throat> one thing that I look back on over this short-term experience, what is it, 18 months or whatever it's been, I, I've spent money that I might as well set on fire, right? Because I'm like, oh, this is what I'm, nah. And then I spent this money. I'm like, well, it's gone. Um, I've tried, tried different um, approaches towards different people. Um, like I'll tell you one story here that, that'll blow your mind three weeks after I had my LLC and, and I think it was three or four weeks. It was right after you sent me the first run of the logos. Right. Mm -hmm. And I printed up a handful of, uh, be money beast and athletic shirts, the black ones with that, like I'm wearing now, but this is the wrestling version, but like yeah. that. And, uh, <clears throat> I had the girl that there's a girl there's maybe a block or two down the street and she was like she sent me wearing a hoodie and she's like hey that's pretty cool i was like yeah i'm, I'm starting this like apparel brand at the time right it's a apparel brand and she's like yeah i want one i said well 15 bucks i'll leave it in your mailbox she's like cool so i left it in her mailbox and i didn't think nothing else about it two weeks pass and turns out she worked for a little company here called pro ad sports and they do all the um you ever go, y'all got Dollar Generals? I know you know what Dollar General yeah. is, you're from here, but you know, it wherever you go in the country, there's usually they're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but they all uh they all do like the local high schools, like say like here in Rossville, we got Ridgeland, right? So the one up here says Ridgeland High School with the Panthers. And then if you go to Ringgold or Cleveland says Blue Cleveland Blue Raiders, like whatever. Well, they do all that in Fort Overport, right? Like for across the country, like all of it. And <clears throat> this guy calls me and he goes, man, I don't know what it is you're doing, but this is interesting. Would you like to have a meeting? I was like, sure. I'm like, dude, did I really just hit this that fast? That's what I'm thinking in my head, right? And I go to this meeting. This day, I still don't believe I have to, had the guts to say this, but I did. We went in and I'm sitting with these two guys. Now, dude, I'm in flip-flops and a tank top, all right? Like, I'm laid back. I got a cap on. These guys are in suits, and this woman walks in, and she was like a buyer for Dollar General. And she looks at me, and she says, um, this is really interesting what you're trying to do with the, you know, affordable branding. This maybe could fit in our stores. And she said uh, something about how she wanted to give me five stores as a trial. Well, you're from this area, right? Sale Creek's in the middle of nowhere, right? Jasper's in the middle of nowhere. She was trying to put me in the furthest, like, middle of nothing and she was going to give me zero royalty fee and she wanted to give me a sales percentage mm. and i and i thought to myself i'm like mm, this ain't this ain't this can't work um so i i really had to well i 
I had the guts to tell this lady, like, look, this ain't going to work. This doesn't work for me. And there's going to come a, t- a day and time where you can't afford to buy what I have. And I got up, I shook the guy's hand, and I walked out. To this day, I still don't believe I had the guts to say that. But looking at it, it goes back to what you just asked me. I'm so passionate about it. And you know this because I talk to you. I send you texts at like 2 in the morning sometimes. I'm just like, I don't, don't answer me. Just know I'm, I got an idea on my brain. So it's like. I wouldn't want to cheapen it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I'm passionate about it. And I didn't want it to fail without getting legs. Now, if, if, if 10 years from now it does fail, that's one thing. But I'm going to put everything into it in my soul before I let it go that far. Like, I'm putting everything, all my resources, everything that I can do. My, my, you know what's really cool? And this, if this is as big as it gets, I'm happy. My little neighborhood I live in, um there's so many neighborhood kids right that they come by all the time and like dude that's so cool dude what's that's so cool and i'm like man that really y'all like that yeah dude that's so cool you know how many hoodies i've gave away and i went to the middle school a couple weeks ago and you know i forget about it right i got a million things i forget about it i go to the middle school i had to pick up rice or that one of them had a dosh plumber and i see like five kids in a line like they have like a line for the sixth grade or whatever it was. And there's like five of those kids with something B money beast of it, right? And I'm like, that's cool. And I'm like, that's so cool. And I gave them all a fist bump and like a thumbs up. And I'm like, that's kind of what this is about, right? Like, I want to give back. And, and you know, like the town I live in and the median income is twenty thousand dollars a year, right? If I didn't find a career outside of here i would make twenty thousand dollars a year right and but i grew up as a kid here that had a parent that was making less than twenty thousand dollars a year so i am one of these kids right like that's what drives me right is that i remember stealing i didn't steal it i put it back every day but i borrowed uh the neighbor's bike i remember this i was like 10 years old man and I had to get to football practice. It's a long walk, right? So then I would borrow the neighbor's neighbor's bike that he was leaving his yard. I'd put my shoulder pads on one end, my helmet on the other, and I'd go to practice. And then I'd be pedaling in the dark, scared to death, getting home, and I'd leave it in his yard and run home. I didn't have a ride. I just wanted to do it. And I was one of those kids. So, like, that makes me happy to give back in any way I can. And I really think that, this coming year is going to be a really telling thing with Big Money Beaston because now, like, we're so far in front of when the season's going to start, we can really make a big difference, I think, in beginner wrestlers or even underprivileged wrestlers, and I think that'll make a big difference in maybe getting more people into the sport, which would be great, I think, because it holds you so accountable and there's so many lessons from it. And I told uh, someone yesterday, I said, there's uh, so many people I've met that are former wrestlers and they're all like great human beings, right? Like they're just great human beings. And I think that if more and more kids get involved and even if they only wrestle eight weeks, wrestle the middle school season, or just, you know, they're being active, they're being held accountable in the classroom. They're being held accountable in a wrestling practice. Like there's a lot that they have to watch their weight, which teaches them discipline, right? There's, there's a lot of things there. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about this wrestling shoot is I think it can make a difference for somebody like I was at one time in my life. And to answer your question, passion. If you don't have passion, you're, you can't do it like because you're going to quit because it's very, very hard. You know it and I know it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's been uh, <laughs> there's been more than a lot of times, a lot of times where, you know, I, I felt like, you know, like, man, is, is this what I need to be doing or do I give this up? and and uh, and it's it's been weird. Every time that I've you know said, hey, you know, I, I think I need to sort of quit this. Uh, something pops up that sort of reaffirms that, hey, look, you know, you just, you're going the right path. We may have to just be a little bit more patient. Um, I, I think sometimes, um, even with with anybody that's that's trying to start out something or trying to build something, um, uh, you know, it's just one of those where we just have to have more patience. Um, and what I've actually heard recently was an aggressive patience. So 
not just being patient, sort of twiddling your thumbs, like, hey, you know, what's going to happen in 10 years, like, keep doing the work, keep doing the things that you're doing, um, go towards that goal. But no, you know, the things that you've been putting out in the, in the universe, it may not come back to you um, for five years, 10 years. But when it does, it's going to, you know, it's going to be like a tidal wave of, of everything. So I, I think um, be aggressively patient, um, keep going towards the goal, but know, hey, you know, what B Money Beaston could be, it, it may not, like I said, it may not, and we've talked about this before, it may not come to fruition for uh, the full vision of it. It may it may be a four or five years or, or longer, but when right. it does, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a beautiful thing. Um, you know, I, I am real big with with collaborations and, and, and partnerships. And, you know, even like I said, having the, the opportunity to, to try the try the shoes out and testing them out. And I mean, they feel they feel great. Even the version ones uh, can't wait for the version twos to pop out. But uh, the version ones feel great. They're lightweight. Uh, even when I go to some of the, you know, uh, for people that don't know me, you know, I, I help train uh, MMA fighters and I'm usually helping out with the um, junior college team out here. And and uh, yeah, they, they love them. So it's uh, a yeah, it's one of those where I, I think it's definitely you know, slowly but surely, um, you know, the, the more people take notice of them um, and, you know, just building that interest, but it'll, it'll get there. Um, I think you, your mission and your vision um, and what you're doing, um, even with your background, I, I think that's something that's going to, to push the brand to, you know, uh, to incredible limits. And, you know, I think as long as you have that passion and, and drive, I mean, that's, I think that's the uh, the part of any building any kind of great brand um you know even being in wrestling yeah you know, you know I, I encourage matter of fact psa i encourage any kid um even adults you know try out wrestling we, I, I i teach adult class and we've got people that's never wrestled before in their lives and they come in there and i show them different things and their eyes are just blown away like hey I, you know i actually pulled off this move or um so it's, it's just one of those where, um, yeah, I mean, I, I try to help, you know, from kids to adults, you know, try out wrestling, try it out. I'm not saying you got to be, you know, Olympic or world champ or national champ, or all American. Um, those are, you know, very, very, you know, great goals to, to, to strive for. That's if you're serious into it, but at least give it a try. I, I mean, I, I know so many people that didn't, you know, they wouldn't like the best high school or college wrestler, but they went on to you know, to become a doctor, they went on to start a business or, or, you know, start oh, yeah. organizations. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just one of those where um, I definitely encourage anybody that's, you know, if they're thinking about wrestling or maybe getting their kids in wrestling, do it. Um, I mean, it, it, you know, creates so much character and resilience and, and uh, a lot of intrinsic qualities that I, I really feel like kids need um, today, um, you know, being in wrestling or even other, other sports too, as well. Um, you know, I'm not going to be biased, but, um, I, I think all that encourages, um, you know, a, a lot of stuff that, that kids need, uh, now, and even, even adults, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I, I'll train adults and, you know, it's just, um, you got some of them like, Hey, have you ever done, we'll, we'll do warmups. I'm like, Hey, has everyone ever done a cartwheel? And I'll have like two people raise <laughs> their hand. I'm like, okay. So now we have to train how to do a cartwheel. And, but it's, it's, it's one of those where you have to be willing to, um, I, I think when you get to a certain point, you have to be willing to unlearn um, certain things. Sometimes we we learn so much, and we feel like we've gotten to a point where we have arrived. Um, we have to be willing to let go of all that and say, you know what? Let's let's just start back from the beginning. I mean, even even when I train, I mean, I, I go back to the back to the beginning fundamental stuff um, just to you know work on little little wrinkles uh even when i'm training but um just being but being willing just to be open-minded just to learn and I, I think sometimes we get to that certain stage when we grow up we feel like we know it all and we don't we're still learning um so uh that, that's something with wrestling that i think is an ongoing thing right yeah like yep. and and, and I, I don't feel like like when you're a football player, if you look at Ray Lewis, I'm going to use Ray Lewis because to me, he was the greatest linebacker maybe ever. He was crazy athletic. He had just, and you know, he was a state champion wrestler in Florida, by the way, just throwing that out there. Um, he, if you watch Ray Lewis tackle, he had almost perfect form tackle. When you run a four four and you can wrap up the way he did, head across, like that, that takes talent, right? But I mean, there's really nothing else to perfect. He's got it. You got the first step, wrap, 
In wrestling, you're never a professional at everything, right? You're just not. You'll never be, right? Yeah. Like, like I'll, I'll sit sometimes and watch like, uh, like practice, right? I don't do it often. I'm I'm trying to not be crazy wrestling dad, right? So I drop him off and I just take off. But sometimes you'll watch practice and and I'll look around the room and say there's 50 kids there. Every one of them's got a different style and a different thing. Their their strengths and weight weaknesses. And like something that drives me crazy about my own kid, right? Kid can't sprawl, save his life. He wins a lot, can't sprawl, save his life. He will let anybody on his legs, right? He's just so funky. And, and Pitts taught him a crackdown a few years ago, right? And he's perfected that crackdown, right? Like perfected it. And it's crazy because two years ago when we went out to Tulsa, he, he learned that on a Wednesday. He used it in every single match when we were at Tulsa. <laughs> and – from then on, he just like, that's what he does. He's like, yeah, go ahead and shoot on me. I, I don't care. I'll find a way out of it. And it drives me insane, right? I'm like, it's simple. Just sprawl. But like. Side, side note, side note, Pitts was a master at that. I, I, <laughs> we was on the same team. We, we both of us was at UTC. Um, he was a monster at that. <laughs> so shout out, shout out to my boy Pitts. <laughs> I love Matt, dude. You know, and, and he taught him that. And I'll never forget it because like. I remember him doing a little private with him. We were down in Dalton at like this jiu-jitsu gym and and he was trying to get on weight too. Cause it was like, I think it was like Wednesday and we had to weigh in like third, the next day. So we were leaving right after that, something like that, right? And um he was teaching him this crackdown. And then his first match, he lost like four to three, and then he went on a run and he, he placed and he was so excited. He cried, he was crying when the match was over. I'm, that was like a good moment, right? Like whether anything ever happened with it, I don't know, but it was cool. And I remember, like, throughout that tournament, he was letting kids on his legs, and he was hitting that damn crackdown. And I'm like, really? You did it, like, once. Like, maybe y'all did it a lot, and I didn't know it. But I've seen it this time, one time, and, like, you're hitting it over and over and over, and that's great, you know. Uh, but nobody's, like, what I'm getting at, from what I've noticed throughout this time, and I've kind of lived through my son with this because now I ain't went through all the crazy – three a days that he went through up at like Jeff Jordan's camp or any of that stuff. But like I've watched and observed nobody's like, all right, who's the best in, in the, in the country right now? I know Spencer Lee got upset, but he's maybe the most, the best pure wrestler in the country. Maybe you think Yanni, you uh, know, those guys. Yeah. I, right now I, I'm going to say either, either Yanni or, or, or Vito right now. Um, okay. Well, what, what, I, what I'm saying. Yeah. Either one, um, just take one of those guys, right? They have weaknesses, right, that they've worked on for years and years and years. You're never going to – what I'm getting at is comparing football – and I'm just comparing football to wrestling. But, like, Ray Lewis, first step, head across, wrap up. He's got it, done. There's really nothing else there, right? You drop into coverage, pretty simple. I'm going to sit five yards back and we'll drop five yards in the flat. He's got it. But wrestlers, they just – they're always trying to improve because they're never going to hit that peak of perfection, right? I think that's what I'm trying to trying to get at. And even football players aren't perfect. What I'm getting at, there's really nothing else to really learn, right? You got it. First step, head across, wrap. And then you got wrestlers who are always learning new technique. They're never going to perfect at all. You just can't, right? And you see one guy that's, like, right on his feet, and you see another guy that can't do anything on his feet, but, like, on bottom, he's a killer, right? And then there's it, just – it's crazy how that works. And that's something else, right? Like with kids, like you're talking about, like put them in a sport. Man, I, I did spend several years as that crazy wrestling dad. Over the years, like looking back on it, I went through the ups and downs with him, right? Like, and the highs are really great. Like, you know that, right? The highs are great. And the lows hurt. They hurt, right? They hurt. And it's because of how much work you put into it. And that's the same thing right now with B-Money Beaston, right? Like, just a few days ago, I think I told you this, like, out of nowhere, we sold uh, – it's March, dude. Nobody's playing football right now, right? Nobody's playing football. It's March. And we sold two anti-fault visors to somebody in Rhode Island. Dude, I'm in Georgia. I don't even know how that happened, okay? So, but that was the high, right? But then before that, we went like two weeks in between sales, right? So that was a low. So I feel like that correlates 
so much with real life, right? Like it just does. And the more kids that you can get involved in that and, you know, and they have to learn how to be accountable to themselves too. And like, as a football player, like I've, I've done it a million times. Uh, did you play football in high school? Uh, no, I, I tipped it to my, my senior year. By that time I was already sort of committed, fully committed to, uh, yeah, to wrestling. Um, I was, okay. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I attempted to my, my senior year and I, I gave it up. I gave it up, but I, I did play, I ended up playing, um, a season of, uh, semi-pro football, um, some years did later. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, uh, but, what uh, position did you play? I'm just curious. I, they, they had me at a running back and like a slot receiver. Okay, well, for instance, all right, and I, I don't know this happened in your scenario, but for me, you'll understand this since you did do it a little bit. <clears throat> I played, uh, like, defense man outside linebacker in high mm -hmm. school, and, you know, I remember, like, say your teammate missed a tackle, right, broke, like a corner missed a tackle. Dude, you're over there chewing them, you know, you didn't make the play, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Dude, and that's something else that I never – I don't feel like I learned the accountability that I should have. I think I should have really bought more into wrestling because I would have learned how to be more accountable to myself. Because in football, you got 10 other teammates, and you can blame them, right? It's their fault, right? It's like, this didn't happen. This didn't happen. You can't do that in, in the sport of wrestling. So it's like maybe this is what – and, you know, everybody – we've all seen it, right? They put out these these middle school rankings and these youth rankings and all, all these crazy competitive people. And that's cool, right? It's all good. And you don't have to go that far with it, right? Like, you don't have to, like, try to chase what everybody else is doing, right? I think – and I don't do that, right? Like, we do maybe one or two a year where we go somewhere and then we just kind of wrestle as local as we can. And, you know, <clears throat> I feel like staying in the room and being, you know – held accountable by a coach, right? I think that can make you as good as – like, if you think about it, like Jordan Burroughs said one time that he didn't leave the state of New Jersey until he was in high school, right? So it's like <clears throat> I think a lot of that is overkill, but that's my opinion, right? I mean, it's cool. It's cool, but I, I don't think you got to do everything, right? Um, like, I think parents – I think that scares parents off. With wrestling, dude, I got to go to Virginia and I got to go to Oklahoma and I got to go to – Missouri and I gotta go here and I got I mean I get it dude like those those trips are expensive mm -hmm. like we went to VA VAC this year right and um we weren't gonna go right it's expensive he didn't want to cut weight like we weren't gonna go and then last minute Sean Russell's like hey man will you uh you, but he wrestled 84 I was like dude he's gonna get killed at 84 he's tiny at 84 so oh man it'd be fine he went like I think he went what like two and six out there he got he was like a baby wrestling grown man, right? Like it was crazy. And uh <clears throat> and he had a like that was a moment in time where I, it was almost a good thing, right? And this is part of what I'm telling you here with why I think this is so crucial for kids. Like he loses, everybody loses, but he's never got his ass kicked quite like that, right? <laughs> like he, he was he wrestled this kid from California that walked out, it looked like he drove there and had five kids, right? And the kid, like, threw him in it, like, he went to shoot on this kid. The kid locked him up in a cradle, picked him up like this, right? Like, like it looked like, you ever seen Twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Like, it would it looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger like, picked up Danny DeVito and just, like, dropped <laughs> him on his head. And, dude, he was sitting over by the wall, and he was, like, crying, and he was, like, lost. He's like, I don't know what to do, dude. I ain't never been beat up like this, dude. I, maybe I suck. Like, he was trying to figure it out. Like, what's happening? And, but he pushed through it. He finished, finished the duel. We went home. We regrouped and the next, and two days later, he's back in the room and never looked back. Right. So that's kind of the resilience and like the attitude learned by doing this. It's not always going to go your way. That's just, just not. And that's the same thing in life. So if there's a way to get kids introduced to the sport and it costs under 50 bucks to get their shoes and if eventually we can find a way to do like a low cost headgear, you know, things like that to where it's a not a bad option to try. I think that would be it, it could change a lot of kids lives. Right. And every area I feel like has like a small AAU, right, like that they could be introduced to it. Um, <clears throat> I think Boston does the greatest job in the world with the beginners. Right. Um, 
I'm sure you see it where every year he's got, you know, 300 kids in there in the Jones yeah. Center. And and on a, on a quick side note, if like, as, like <clears throat> for, for audience members that don't know, um, like I said, we're talking about uh, a lot of people within the, the, the Tennessee and Georgia uh, area as far as with uh, youth wrestling and Boston is probably one of the, you know, front runners. That, you know, they have the probably the, the largest um beginner club um in you know obviously in the in the state but probably in the in the southeast too as well they probably have one of the biggest ones uh with higher calling wrestling so i just want to give a, a quick you know shout out to, to boskin and that crew uh but let people know who who that is yeah, but uh yeah. yeah go ahead and uh keep going yeah jo like josh you just brought up josh there uh he dude the way that he set it up it, it's so brilliant. And I keep trying to sell this to our local high school, right? I was like, this is the way we can do this to get like, especially over here, there's more money in Cleveland than there is in Rossville. It's just the way it is. Right. So <clears throat> I was like, this is the way we could really have a youth program and who, and you know, we all know it. If you get 30 kids, you're going to keep about five, right? 10, maybe eight, you know, you're not going to keep them all. It's just not going to happen. It's hard, right? It's hard. But <clears throat> if you charge 50 bucks or whatever, I think Boston charges like 40, 50 bucks. It gives them a shirt, shorts, and they practice, I think, twice a week, three times a week, and they do like the match day, right? Like a match day. And he gets the high school kids in there to ref matches of toddlers. And out of that, every year he keeps for four or five or six, and it just keeps funneling up, right? Why do you think they win every single year? Like, it makes sense, right? He's funneling those kids up, and he just keeps them and keeps them and keeps them. And he does the best job with that. And I keep trying to sell that point to the local high school. We'll see how that goes. They did mention to me that they wanted to do a youth program. They asked me if I wanted to do it. I was like, dude, I ain't got time to do all that. <laughs> but uh, I would. I mean, there's got to be somebody in the community. But I, I love how he does that. And that's got to be the greatest way but that's the market i feel like of kids that do they need to spend 160 180 on a pair of wrestling shoes for six weeks or do would they spend you know 45 for a pair of b money beastings and they wrestle the season they said hey it's not for me they put them on facebook marketplace sell them for 20 bucks and somebody else tries it right so i think that's that's the the avenue um again I think it's great for everybody. I didn't realize, <clears throat> I didn't realize like how much it has affected my son, but he's a, he's a good kid, man. Like I don't give him enough credit and I, and I really blame it on my like, wrestling. Like it's kind of gave him structure in his life. And right now you can tell he's struggling, right? Cause he can't do anything. He wants to, right? Like he went running the other day. He, he went and tried to cut grass with one arm. Like he's trying to do stuff. But it's like, <clears throat> like he tried to, he started reading up on algebra one the other day, right? And he's like writing it down, trying to figure it out. And he's like, I got to have good test scores. So I'm like, dude, that's brilliant, man. Like, so he's not wasting time, but the kid's a good kid, man. I mean, he's hitting teenage years, so I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> but like, it's, I, I have to, I have to say, man, like that sport has really molded him into a good, good overall person. And I want that. That's what this whole thing's for now. And I want to try to help as many kids do that as we can, you know? Good deal. Good deal. So uh, cr creative tips for our audience. You know, what's a, uh, a creative tip that you can provide for our audience? When you visualize something, like this is what I did, and I can only tell you how I did it, right? Is when I told you, I was like, dude, I need this color scheme. I need this. And I was kind of picturing, I kind of drew it out, like, which I draw like stick figures, but like I was kind of drawing it out and I was putting arrows, like whatever's in your brain, like here's a tip I'll give anybody for anything they're trying to create. If it's in your head and write it down, like immediately, like write it down. I got a notebook sitting right over here that when I started this, I wrote, I got a notebook, like it looks like a Bible, okay, of I want to do this quote. I want this. I need this. I need this. And I just kept writing it down. Now, 90% of it, I didn't even use, right? And not saying that we won't one day, but if it's in your brain, it's not going to stay there long, right? Gold, they say goldfishes have the mind, the brain capacity, like their brain resets like every three seconds. 
So you could like stab them and they forget about it. Like there's they they that's why they just they were this way and they just stop. And they go there. Somebody I read that somewhere. Something about goldfishes have like a three second brain capacity. And most people are that way because you know you got bills and kids and you know stressors in your life. So my my to you to anyone my tip would be if it's in your brain write it down. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just have something. If you're creating a coffee cup brand, right, or if you're whatever you're doing and you have an idea, keep a little notepad with you and just write it down, right? You can always come back to it, but you won't, might, might not remember. So write it down. Text it to yourself. I've done that before, too. Where I had nothing to write on. I would text. I got a string of text, you know, this long and still saved in my phone where I was like, hey, that's a cool quote I came up with. And I text it to myself. Like, just always hang on to stuff because you might not know. You might not know it needed right now. You might not need it in 10 years. But you may run across something that fits something you're going to do. And you're like, dude, you remember I did that. It's right here. So just just keep things. Hang on to all your ideas. And eventually you may use them, you may not. But just write them down, text them, screenshot it, whatever you got to do. Just hang on to everything that pops in your brain. Yeah, that's a great tip. That's a great tip. Yeah, I, I know um, I actually have... Um about 30 plus books of uh, sketchbooks that I've had since 98 um, that I have collected um, that I have of like original sketches of, you know, just characters, designs, um, you know, uh, I always wanted to be um, like a, a, like a shoe designer. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I got like ideals for like all kinds of, all kinds of just crazy stuff. Um even uh, yeah, even with the you know the book I'm working on, I've got original character sketches for that. And um, but yeah, yeah, hang on. That's a great tip. You know, hang on to those ideas. You know, write them down. Uh, I tell a lot of people just to brain dump. Don't don't keep that stuff up in your head. If you got an ideal, figure a way out to put it on paper. Um, talk to someone about it. Write it in a notepad. It doesn't matter. You just you need to get it down on paper. Um, because uh, yeah, life life is it can be fleeting. You know, you think about a, a great idea, and then all of a sudden, you know, something something else pops up, um, or you're you end up watching something and you just completely forget it. Um, right, those right. ideas those ideas can be gold. Um, you just you just never know. And um, so yeah, that's a great tip. Uh, speaking of you know coffee brands, speaking of coffee brands, uh, I'm actually drinking one quick shout out to uh, Elevate Coffee Trading, one of my sponsors for the show. Um, and uh, they're based out of the Dallas, Texas area. So they, they, uh, they've they been a great sponsor of the podcast. And uh, they got a great vision, great story to the brand. And um, they always send me a, a bag of coffee. So that's always cool. So I'm always uh, making some Elevate Coffee trading. So um, shout out to, uh, to, to Michael and, and his crew um, as far as what they're doing. And um, like I said, they're helping. Um, you know, they've got a great mission as far as helping um, areas of need in the United States as well as in... Uh, coffee producing countries so uh hopefully i plan on going going on a trip with them here sometime soon in the future we'll never know um but um yeah i want to give a quick quick little shout out to them i actually have it in my 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 skeletor uh you can't see it too much but i got a little skeletor um coffee mug here um that uh that i actually sort of love um i'm a big he-man fan i'm actually a big nerd but uh i love he-man love you know Dude, I'm a big man. nerd too, man. Yes. It's cool, man. Like, <laughs> I, and you know what? I, I, you know, we're talking about being creative, dude. Like, I think we talked about some comic books the other day. I told you about a box I found and all that. But like, dude, I grew up in the '90s, right? So like, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock, like WWF, and that, like that was like the coolest thing in the world when I was a kid. You had <clears throat> to this day, like. We're jacked up, my whole household, right? Me and my boys. WrestleMania is next weekend, right? Like, we're going to check it out. Um, so, I'm like a lifelong wrestling fan. I don't tell many people that because it's kind of nerdy, but, like, I'm into it. Uh, I used to collect figures, right? Like, for a long time, I'm like, I collected figures, and like, um, which is really nerdy to be a grown man with a closet full of action figures. But, like, <laughs> I was into hey, that. Most of, the, most of those figures cost, uh, they're in the thousands of dollars now if you still have <laughs> Dude, I had a I had an Ultimate Warrior figure, and you, you remember the Ultimate Warrior from the yeah. early nineties? Yeah, one of my wrestlers. Yeah, and he looked like a superhero, right? He was like all jacked up. He looked like he was on drugs. He was like, ah, yeah, he was. <laughs> he was wild, dude. Um, they came out with a figure in ninety six that was part of like a four set, right? It was like there was like four in this set, 
it was like him and Goldust and The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, right? It was like whatever. And that one figure that was the only time they ever made an Ultimate Warrior figure to that for, I guess they finally did in like 2017, but they had never made one in green trunks, right? Wearing green trunks. They only made this one with him and green trunks. And when I was like 12 years old, I, I cut grass door to door for six fucking months, man, trying to make enough money. It was like $120. And back then, right, like you're getting like $8 a yard, $10 a yard. You're just a little kid, right? They're just giving you a few bucks. And I finally bought that thing. Well, I'm a kid, right? So I hang it on my wall. and I'm going to take care of it forever. But I stare at it for weeks, just want to play with it. So eventually I opened it. And then I was so mad at myself that I opened it. Well, years later, I had a guy that had a collection and he had that I bought from him. And there wasn't really a whole lot in it, but he had one of those Ultimate Warriors. And I, and I jewed him down. I feel bad about it now, but I jewed him down and I had one and I had it up until about a year ago. And a guy gave me a ridiculous amount of money. But um, so like it all kind of went full circle. You know, I spent three weeks as a 12 year old kid just staring at my wall. Like, dude, that's pretty cool. You know? <laughs> so like, I think we're all kind of into something that we don't necessarily talk about, but like, dude, I love Spider-Man. Who don't love Spider-Man, right? Like, you know, we're all into something, dude. He-Man, I actually don't know a lot about it, but I definitely did see it as a kid a couple of times, and it's cool. So, man, that's cool for you. That's all good, man. Yeah, I'm I'm a hardcore. Uh, I, I don't. I used to have a lot of the He-Man. Uh, actually, I was huge on Transformers, He-Man, and G.I. Joe, but I, I used to have a lot of the He-Man figurines um, back when I was younger, and, and uh, a lot of this stuff, a lot of that stuff now is uh, – uh, when I last time I checked, it's worth a lot of money. Um, so I, I wish I still had a lot of those old uh, collectibles, but you know, it, it is what it is. But um, but yeah, I've always been sort of uh, nostalgic for a lot of uh, 80s um, uh, cartoon properties. Uh, well, you grew up, you're a little bit older than me, not much, but you're a little bit older than me. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, I like Star Wars too for everybody watching. Um, I, uh, they re-released Star Wars in the 90s. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that, but they brought them back out, the three originals, and then they started making the prequels, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, I was, like, blown away with Star Wars when it came out. Me and my, like, buddies in third grade. Dude, that's cool. I'll be Darth. You'll be Luke, right? And and uh, for the longest time, we were looking for the, you know, they re-released the figures, too, right? From the original run, they re-released them. You couldn't find Yoda to save your life, right? Anyway right like back then you couldn't find yoda well we were at walmart getting groceries and i was you know this is eight nine years old and you know how the guys are stocking the shelves right and mm-hmm. i found the toy guy stocking the shelves and he had one yoda figure and uh i got i was like mom please you know back then it's three dollars right it's like three bucks and she's like well you've been bad this week i was like mom i swear i'll be good for the rest of my life right you know and uh, she buys me this Yoda figure. The next day we go to school and we're out on the playground. We got like Luke and Yoda in the backpack and Darth Vader. We're digging holes in the dirt, whatever. I lost Yoda, right? Lost Yoda. And I had him for one day and uh, I have a Yoda figure just like it on my shelf in there that I bought at an antique shop because I lost him in fourth grade and I never got over third grade, whatever. I never got over. But uh, yeah, dude. Oh, my Lord. So. Um, well, I mean, before we, you know, sign off, uh, for this episode, you know, what, what are some words of wisdom, uh, before you, you know, before you give out some, uh, as far as your information on, on how people can reach out to you, um, what are some words of wisdom that, uh, that, that may connect with, uh, you know, with our audience and something that may resonate with them? Don't quit. Just don't quit. Like, and I'm kind of long-winded, but I'll try to keep it short. Um, dude, we all wake up in the morning, and we and some days you feel like a million bucks, and sometimes you don't, right? Some days you're going through your day, and everything's just great, falling into place, and other times it's not, right? Like we have our good days and our bad days. and But just wait it out, right? Like nothing's going to last forever, whether it's good or bad, right? It's not going to last forever. Just don't quit things get hard, man, like for, and, you know, whether it be uh, finances or relationships or your business or your job or whatever it is, things are going to get hard. Nothing's ever 
easy for a long period of time. And just don't quit. Just every day put one foot in front of the other and keep moving. Because you know what? If you quit, you're never going anywhere. But if you keep going, you don't know where you'll end up. That's my two cents of wisdom. I like that. I like that. That's awesome. Um, so how do we uh, – Heck, for, for people that's trying to get a shoe, uh, some new a new pair of shoes, uh, some some V ones. How can people buy, get in touch with you? Uh, you can buy the B Money Beaston version ones. Uh, they come shipped. These they're not going to come shipped in this, but I was going to show it off anyway. These are for the version twos. You see it? It's a drawstring bag. Uh, it says B Money Beaston Wrestling. I just wanted to show that. Um, you can buy the version ones. They come in a black bag at bmoneybeastonathletics.com. Um, if you scroll down, it's on the front page. Click it's right there. Um, we also have uh, foot receiver gloves. They're really sticky. I got some back here. Uh, back plates, uh, anti-fog visors that are super cool, man. I actually, when I got them, I went to the, my bathroom, turned my shower as hard as I could, let it steam up, and I could not make that thing fog. Greatest visor I've ever seen. Like it's better than anything I ever had. Um, mouth pieces of compression sleeves we do like custom stuff if you need anything um but really the main objective here is the wrestling shoes uh bmoneybeastandathletics.com you can follow us on facebook instagram and tiktok at bmoneybeastandathletics and you can uh follow us on twitter at bmoneybeastand um i'm constantly posting whether i'm trying to just entertain you get your attention or giving you an update you'll see something from me almost every every day and sometimes multiple times a day because my brain gets going and i never stop so um but yeah uh and if you want to reach out to me in any way uh info at bmoneybeastandathletics.com i will respond to you within 24 hours Hey, that's great. That's great. So, hey, uh, thank you for everyone checking us out. Uh, this is uh, what my what my bud, uh, Jesse, like I said, he's got a great thing going. Um, check out bmoneybeastingathletics.com. Uh, get your V1s. Uh, got the V2s coming out soon. Um, and like I said, support your, you know, support your local creators, support your small businesses. Um, you know, that's that's the lifeline of, of any uh, of, of any community. Um, support your small businesses uh any form or fashion so um that's what i got today and um once again hey this has been me and jesse and this is the creative brew be cradled stay inspired